49ers cutback podcast time welcome to the show time to talk about jason poe and why he's not a poser for this 49ers offensive line this is going to be a fun one because jason poe has been capturing people's imaginations since he signed with the 49ers last year as an undrafted free agent what exactly was jason poe going to be i had the same questions i had the same thoughts who is poe going to be is he an offensive lineman like they were signing him to be? Was he a fullback? Was he a tight end? And lots of people leaned into this. You know, who was Poe going to be? He was a guy that's undersized to be an offensive lineman, maybe a little oversized to play other positions, but had tremendous athletic ability. One of the first videos we saw that went viral after he was signed was him running pass routes and catching the football, and everyone's wheels got spinning. Jason Poe could move into the backfield. He could be a possible backup for Kyle Juszczyk, or he could slide to tight end. The 49ers had been looking for players to help at the tight end position, and shoot, having a guy that can block the way that Jason Poe can at the tight end spot seemed very logical. But when we got to training camp, it was Jason Poe lining up at guard. He had made the transition. He was going to play offensive lineman for the San Francisco 49ers in 2022, and there was a lot of hype surrounding him. I know. I went into it. I heard it. I heard people talking about it in the crowd as I'm out at training camp. They're talking Jason Poe and what he could possibly be. A lot of excitement, too, because there's question marks. Dan Brunskill wasn't practicing. Spencer Burford had asserted himself and taken over the number one spot. But there were still question marks about who Aaron Banks was and also who Jake Brendel would be. So the 49ers had to find an answer on the interior offensive line, and Jason Poe was definitely a big piece of it. Now, Jason Poe definitely looks different than the other players. If you see him standing next to his teammates, he is by far the smallest as far as stature, as far as height. He looks more in, in tune with what a defensive lineman would look like. If you put him next to Kalia Davis, they're a lot closer as far as size. But when the offensive line, he looks small. And it was, it was apparent that he definitely was undersized. You throw in the fact the short arms it made for him have to play inside at guard he can definitely not play outside but what was he going to look like and i'll be honest the first week of practice and training camp was rough for jason poe he was getting handled when they got the pads on he was struggling a little bit we got into the preseason and he struggled a little bit more but then he started getting his feet underneath him and you've seen him move up the depth chart he started getting more reps he started getting more comfortable he started making plays and then you thought wow jason poe is actually a borderline roster candidate now, of course, the 49ers had plenty of offensive linemen that were going to be able to make the roster, especially the fact that they had drafted two in that draft in 2022. Spencer Burford, inside offensive lineman, and Nick Zakel, who they also seen as an inside offensive lineman. Being an interior offensive lineman is difficult if you're transitioning. Now, Poe, he was comfortable playing there, so there wasn't much of a transition for Poe, and we've seen him somewhat take advantage of that even inching out Zakel in some categories. When it came for the 53-man roster to be determined, though, Nick Zakel was the one that they kept on the roster. 
I mean, who could blame the 49ers? He's six foot six, 320 pounds with a really good athleticism and the necessary length. So Poe moved to the practice squad, and Poe had himself one heck of a year on the practice squad, being named practice squad player of the year. He definitely showed out. He's got extreme athletic ability that makes it easy for him to be able to get to second level and make those blocks. His technique is not bad either. He definitely knows about hand placement and gets his hands to the proper spot. The question marks still are about, can he continue to make the plays he needs to make with lack of length? Lack of length is not as important on the interior offensive line, but it still is important. The way the defenses are going now and you get into third and long situations, and all of a sudden they're going to move a longer defensive end inside. Everyone's about speed. Everyone's about getting to the quarterback as fast as possible. When that happens, there's a distinct disadvantage for Jason Poe against defensive linemen. Now, of course, all interior offensive linemen struggle when a defensive end comes in on an obvious pass down. They have the advantage. They know you're going to pass, and they have the length and necessary ability of pass rushing skills to get by you. But Poe has to overcome a little bit more because of his size and stature. The one thing I'll give to Jason Poe is every single day that I was at training camp, I saw a constant improvement. I saw a want to get better. I saw a work ethic and the ability to play with an aggressive style that made him look like he was NFL caliber. He's no poser. He's a legit offensive lineman in the NFL. Now, is he a 53-man roster offensive lineman in the NFL? That's tough. On some teams, he might be. On the 49ers, it's even more difficult. The 49ers continue to bring players in and draft players to play on the interior offensive line. Listening to what Coach Chris Furster said about his offensive line, it sounds like Spencer Burford, Aaron Banks, and Jake Brendel are pretty established as the interior battery for this 49ers offensive line, which means where does Poe match up? Where is he going to be? Natural thought would be he would be in that second unit. Him and Nick Sakel would be right there battling to see who's in that second unit. But Dan Brunskill leaves, and the 49ers bring in the closest thing to Brunskill you can find out there in John Feliciano. Feliciano is going to be the first guy in at guard and center. He's been able to do it. He's played at a high level. He started NFL football games at both positions and at a high level. So that means who's next? And from the comments, Nick Zakel's next. Nick Zakel was in the uh, 49ers facility every day he was allowed to be working on his body, and they said he's gotten stronger, he's gotten faster, and he looks a lot better. You throw in the fact he's now beginning to take snaps at OTAs, and that means Nick Zakel is showing the versatility the 49ers want. Yeah, Feliciano can play center and guard, but now potentially Nick Zakel can play center and guard. That versatility helps. There was discussions about Jason Poe playing center as well, but we haven't really saw that actually be instituted. So Poe is a guard, and he's still got a lot of competition. It's going to be tough to make this team, especially on the interior. You keep Banks, Burford, Brendel, the, all the Bs right there, and Zakel and Feliciano, there's just not a spot for Jason Poe. But Jason Poe is going to compete at a high level. He's still got all the necessary talent. He's still got the athletic ability. He's just got to overcome the length issues. He's got to overcome you know, being able to make the blocks he needs to make. Without lack of length, it does make it a little bit more difficult on his angles of blocks on the second level, being able to get his hands on players and make the play.
So Jason Poe is one of the most interesting players still on the 49ers roster. So he's in this redshirt rundown because we still don't know exactly what the peak of Jason Poe could be for the 49ers. It's clear now that he's not going to be changing positions. There was talk about him playing defensive line. That's not going to be the case. He's not going to be a fullback, and he's not going to be a tight end. He's going to be an offensive lineman. That's his way to make this roster. I think the 49ers like to have Jason Poe on this team in some capacity. The fact that he was so good on the practice squad last year means not only do they value him as a player, but they also value his attitude and what he brings to the roster. So the guarantee is that the 49ers want him around this team in 2023. What capacity that is going to be, though, I think is still to be determined. It appears Nick Sakel has pulled forward, but until we actually get into training camp and it's proven on the field, Jason Poe has a fighting chance to make this team. But we're going to get out there and we're going to see a battle for who's going to be on this roster in the interior offensive line. I think the only thing clear is there are six guys vying for five spots. Now, it could get even more interesting with the fact Joey Fisher has moved inside. Chris Furster has talked about the fact he believes that Joey Fisher, the undrafted free agent from this season, is going to be a guard in the league. He says he could play center, but right now they're focusing on guard. He said he had a lot of different techniques he learned in college that are different that he has to learn now. So he's behind the eight ball. Those are things Jason Poe doesn't have to worry about. What he does have to worry about is Chris Furster saying, you never know, it just might click. And with the amount of strength that Joey Fisher has, could make it make an impact on this football team. Maybe this year, maybe next year. I think if Jason Poe comes out and executes and plays the way he's capable of playing, he's going to prove that it's going to be next year for Joey Fisher. But will it be next year for this guy as well? Could it be next year again for Jason Poe? It could be. Now, he's one injury away from making this roster, and he's definitely a guy that everyone should root for because he's a good guy, he works hard, and he's got the necessary talent to be a fringe backup player in this league. Is he ever going to be a starter? I don't know if I see that in the cards for Jason Poe. I do like him. I like his ability, but I worry about his length being able to translate to the NFL. 49ers definitely haven't given up on him, and I won't either. Hopefully he goes out there just like he did last year. Last year he was out to prove a point that he could play offensive line in the NFL. I think he proved it. Now this year he can prove that he can make the 53-man roster and be a player the 49ers can count on on the offensive line. Somebody that they can call on if needed. So my guess is, right now, Jason Poe's on the outside looking in. But you never know what can happen. Just like he surprised me last year at training camp with his ability, he could surprise us again and make this 49ers 53-man roster. Let me know what you think about Jason Poe in the comment section down below. He's been one of the most interesting guys. Everyone's always had an opinion on Poe, and I'm curious what yours is. Do you think Poe is going to be able to make this team, that he's going to jump over a Nick Sakel and make the roster? Let me know about that. Uh, if you could like the video, I really appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We're about 90 subscribers away from 4K, so the push has been working. Everyone has been really uh, helping out and subscribing to the channel. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for watching. More content's going to be coming your way. We're going to continue the redshirt rundown and go through even more players that are coming into their sophomore season looking to make an impact after waiting their turn. 
also more undrafted free agents and hey more guys that are going to make an impact on this team that we want to get into so thank you guys so much for watching catch you on the next one until then stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way